0: what is up everybody this is your host Patrick Coyne
1: co-host co-pilot Javon Harrison in the building Welcome and, back.
0: and this is the black sheep experience please like subscribe and give us a follow if not we're both gonna sleep great tonight welcome to the show welcome back episode four the black sheep experience my name is Patrick Coyne co-host co-pilot Javon
1: Harrison um special episode today it's uh Special guest, special friend, and Pat has his double cup full of nitro, maybe some other stuff in there. I got to
0: train after this, I promise it's just nitro and water. Okay, okay. Boot him up, boot him up. But guest, number 89, number one in your hearts, hailing from Washington, state of Washington, not D.C., Drew Sample.
1: How's it going? Thanks for having me. Doing
0: good. Drew knows we're a little goofy, so he's already a little
1: like, God, what is Pat going to ask? What (laughs) are we going to talk uh, about? I've known Pat for long enough. I'm good. Okay. So, today. What was your morning like today? What would you do so far? Morning today. Uh, Couldn't sleep this morning, so I got up real early. Went to rehab. Okay. Rehab the we allowed to swear on this? Yes. Rehab the hell out of my knee. Good. Came back with the kids and just been cleaning up.
0: So you know he's a great dad. He just says hell. He's like gearing up for I thought he was going to drop a big F-bomb, and he's just like hell. That's, yeah. He's a great guy.
1: You know what? He's a girl dad too, right? I'm a girl dad. got the two girls. They keep me. Uh, what are their names? Olivia and Savannah. So they're three and two now, and they're. What is the hardest part? We can talk about this. Oh, yeah, we can talk. What about is this.
0: the hardest part about being, one, a parent, two, a girl dad?
1: Three and alpha. Ooh. Ooh. The hardest part about being a parent. Um, That's a good question. Just you, when you're younger, you're like, oh, my parents have got it figured out. <laughs> they know everything in the world. And when you're a parent, you're like, I am flying by the seat of my pants. That's right. And so, you know, you figure it out as you go. And that's kind of the the thing that early on was like, what are we doing? But they're <laughs> healthy. They eat. Sometimes they, they're you still know, here. they sleep. They're still here. Yep. They have a good time. They're happy. Um, the Girl dad part is tough because they're just like so they're just the cutest thing in the world they just like melt my heart so like my wife and she'll tell them no and they'll come around the corner and be like dad like, hard to discipline hard to discipline and sometimes not but yeah a lot of the time they're just so cute and the little faces and everything they do you're just like man i can't i can't be bad at that like <laughs> literally like dying our dog pink or something and it's like <laughs> oh, so cute though. Or I just, just laughing, saw, Or I, just laughing at stuff they do right but yeah
0: at a point now um, with Murphy, uh, me and Cassidy, is like, I used to think, like same thing with the parents. You think they all have it figured out. And then when you get older, you realize. You realize. One, you have more respect for your parents. 100%. Right, you, you get a different perspective.
1: Especially early on.
0: You just wait for that perspective. It's a long one. You take your time. But <laughs> when you get the perspective, you're like, man, listen, my parents really actually went through a lot of shit to get me to this point to where I'm a, a normal, good citizen guy and it 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 took a lot more effort for my parents than i think and i think that's a good a good relationship builder as you get older with your parents but then you realize like wait you were lying to me the whole time you don't know what the hell you're doing either <laughs> yeah i've been you're lying like, to you my whole life yeah you talk to you you're like oh should we do this or this it's like well we make decisions <laughs> so i mean shoot i don't know and how many big decisions are made in the household like, uh, you're
1: like uh, i think we'll do that yeah. and it works and you're like we'll stick with that yeah that's exactly. point. like from like oh should we give them snacks right now I don't know maybe <laughs> should they go to sleep early probably i mean you know should we go to the doctor what time do the girls go to bed um savannah the youngest one she she sleeps like a rock so she's like 6 30 she's starting to get tired she is like seven to seven like yep dunzo olivia now she's getting a little older she's older she's got her own room her own bed you know she goes potty all that so we try to get her in bed i in an ideal night she's asleep by like nine and then they have school some mornings they're up early yep and then non-school nights we just whatever they're feeling we kind of just roll with because we prefer to yeah. sleep in a little in the morning so no they'll doubt. stay up a little later maybe on non-school nights and then go from there but i mean yeah
0: walking through a minefield was like me trying when i set murphy down trying to walk back yeah. out
1: I'm like dude if i hit one thing it's yeah it, it's it, explosive it stays the same like savannah like she's going through a phase right now where she doesn't want to go to bed so you literally you know you soothe or whatever and then you sneak out of the room so that doesn't change and then olivia just has got every excuse in the book i gotta go potty i'm hungry i need louie i need my lovie's. i need this and then finally you're just like all right you're done you're good you're fine and door closed exactly door lock door closed you're good and then you just hear the and you're just like ah,
0: what you know i can't wait for me to be able to do this instead of guttural scream
1: uh. Yeah. Do you have TVs in the room? Are they to the age now where no. they watch TV? I mean they watch T V, yeah, but they they don't have in their rooms. I mean Olivia, her big thing is honestly, which I, I guess I can't be mad about, she loves books. And, mm. I, love and that. Andrew, Andrew and I both love books growing up. So we have, you know, a big bookshelf in her room. But she it's a little tie, she'll pull it out, it'll fall, and you'd be like, What was that? You look on the camera and she's just like sitting there like reading a book to herself and you're like, I, can't okay, mad I mean, at that. that's can't be that. Exactly. Life could be worse. Exactly. So little things like that, it's like they're they're great and it's just fun. Excuse me. The nitro. <laughs> so Sounds good. Go ahead. No, I love that. So talk about Washington a little bit. Um, you're the first person I've actually met from Washington outside of Cassidy. So She's Cassidy's been, from Cali, I went was to saying, school in Washington. Went to school in Washington, so she could she could claim that in mm-hmm. my opinion. It's sure. a west coast. There's kind of a west coast. How close are you to Tacoma? Where you grew up, close to so So I, I grew up in Bellevue, Washington, which is about I don't know 20 minutes let's say from Seattle okay uh, east like downtown Seattle yeah downtown Seattle you take four or five across which is like what 275 here I think Mm -hmm. you get across and we lived in like I said in Bellevue Um, and then went to school at University of Washington so very close to home pause
0: on that being from Washington what did you play before football what did
1: I play before? That you love. People did not know oh, this yes, about you. This is so. Would
0: have been an enforcer.
1: <laughs> Probably. So I, I was born. I was born in San Jose, California. Mm-hmm. I moved up to Washington when I was four years old.
0: Dad's a former track athlete.
1: At Cal. Um, okay. And so we used to go, we had a townhome in um, downtown San Jose. And my dad used to take me to Sharks games, San Jose Sharks games, hockey. Wow. How old were you? Little. What, but old enough I, to four or five years old? old enough to no, be younger than that. He wow. would take me, like, earmuffs on, I'd be asleep, and he would literally w- go and watch the games because we were so close. And so then, you know, when you're that little, you start to, like, my, you know, like Olivia is now, she's three, like, she understands, like, I play football, so, like, I understood, like, oh, hockey, like, this is cool. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, I guess, apparently. I was like, I want to skate. And so I started skating a couple times when we still lived in San Jose, and then we moved to Washington, and that's when I'm, like, four or five, I'm like, hey, I want to play hockey. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the? Like, hockey? Like, I have no <laughs> idea. Like, I watch hockey, but like, where the hell is hockey in Washington? Yeah. And so, you know, but that's what I wanted to do. And that's, you know, what he did for me. And so I literally, you know, he found there's literally like, there was like two teams basically, because mm-hmm. it's like a club sport yep. um, on the West Coast. There was two teams, and I went and tried out for one. And I literally played from when I was like five till I was, I think, about 16. Wow. You played in high school. I didn't, pl- yeah, so it wasn't high school hockey. Club. Yeah. Well, club now hockey. in Cincinnati, it's just now getting into where high
0: schools have, but it's still technically a club sport. So St. Yeah. Moeller, LaSalle, it's technically a club sport still, because every, every GCL school or Cincinnati exactly. school doesn't have it, but it's still club. Did yeah. you play for I like, didn't know you played in high school. I thought you stopped I, it in ninth grade.
1: So I played, uh, my last like full year was my freshman year, I played hockey and football. That was my first year playing football. And then my sophomore year, I tried- You didn't
0: play football till freshman year.
1: Freshman year high school. Wow. Yeah. I
0: knew that. I'm just trying to hype it up a little I bit. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah so
1: so the hockey thing I I was really lucky I played a couple of years um you know they call it, it's like might um, squirts it's like little kids you can't hit mm-hmm. whatever and then sure. your first year is peewee where you start hitting and so I was I was always a big kid like my dad's tall my mom's tall um you know I was always bigger growing up mm-hmm. and so um I one of these one, a coach saw me um play for like this squirt team and he was like hey like you know I came with my dad I was like hey I think you know I think he should try out for, like, the older team. And so I went, I tried out, and, you know, I ended up making the team. And I stayed with basically that core group of probably 12 guys for the next, like, six years. I wow. Think. So you play two years at each level. So you play Peewee, um, Peewee, like, two years, mm-hmm. Bantam two years, and then I think one, I forget what else, but you we kept this basically same team. And this coach was probably – his name's Scott Farrell. He's probably my first, like, besides my dad, one of my major like influences, just okay. in sport and in life. And so, um, he was an ex. You know, he kind of bounced around the NHL for a little bit. He was in the so he understood the game. But um, he was, I, he was my coach for literally almost my entire hockey career. And so, but kind of the first guy you looked up to besides your dad in sports. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, you know, we traveled everywhere because in Washington it wasn't big. So right. our league, it was our team. And because there was not that many kids, our the two only two associations were basically a combo team. Yeah, mm. and we were an American playing in uh, basically British Columbia. League. Wow. Okay. And so in British Columbia, and if you were in Cincinnati, there'd be like twenty teams, right? There's the Kenwood team, there's the Blue Ash yeah. team, there's the well, it's it's it, soccer and football. Exactly. I mean, it's massive. Exactly. Right. And so up there, they had a team. They had Surrey North Delta, South Delta, all these different teams. So did every, you guys
0: go up there and get your ass beat? No.
1: Really? <laughs> hey, no. So, how big of a role did you play going. in not getting your ass speed up there? Were you um, a, were you
0: a, a big contributor? Were you so a guy?
1: It depended. I feel like I went through I went through swings. So I was younger, right? Okay. So you you basically stayed two years in each like league, and so not that I was I was I don't in my opinion I don't think I was ever the worst kid, but I was always a younger kid. So like okay. that really helped you going into
0: because you didn't play football like me and Javon played football
1: young. Yeah, yeah five, like that like was it. Six or seven. I started old, in yeah. third grade. Yeah, right? That's what gave me my aggression. Exactly, was, was hockey kind of yeah. So I, but
0: always being the younger guy going into a new sport, yep. where you're a big ass kid yep. and everyone's probably like, "Oh, this kid is a hockey player trying to play football." Did that help you when you played football, being used to being the younger kid but being in a physical sport?
1: Yeah, that I mean, that's why it was. I mean, I was, yeah, I was our guy that you know when there was whatever. I mean, I I was an all around player. I wasn't the most talented. I wasn't the fastest. The Larry was, Bird. Of, I was of, all around. Okay. I I, was, I scored. I played defense. I back checked. I did everything. And so, it's back checking. That's when you just smash somebody. That's when you like, you know, like, like like, like a blindside in football. No, 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 it's like transition back. So like you're on offense, boom, and then you're behind the play. You get a back check. Oh, so you're you're fast. <laughs> it's like it's like chasing down like a ball carrier. Almost okay. like you're behind, like a D lineman flipping the field. Yes. Yeah, okay. Similarly, so you do it all. It's four check back check four check. Like you're on the attack. Anyway, um, so I I I was a very all around player, but I, I mean I was talented. But we had kids like I said they were more talented and whatever. Um, but when I switched to football, it was like I was used to going against bigger kids. I was used to the physicality of it. I mean I've I was still some of my biggest hits. Well, not now, but back then we're still in hockey. I mean you're true skating on the ice. You 22 know, miles an hour, large collisions, yeah. and like yeah. said the last couple of years you're not, you're not talking about like small. I mean you're talking about you know. High schoolers, big kids. You were
0: over two hundred pounds. I
1: mean, yeah. And so, I mean that that was easy for me. And yeah. so, going into my freshman year, I had never tried out. I had never played football. I didn't even really know. I just I met a couple guys and like, hey, you was should it a up. coach that walked up to you or was it like it your was dad, actually like it was actually and... some friends. And so, um, some friends were like that I knew in middle school knew that I was good at hockey and they played football in high school, and we can get in this too. But I enjoyed working out at That's, that point. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, sure, come in. So then, you know, I'm. Like I said, it was a bunch of our friend group was a pretty. I mean, we were a big group. Like I was, I was probably, I was the tallest, but we had some big guys, and so that was kind of like became like our crew in football. And so, I kind of just fell in love with it, being part of the team, whatever. No, mm-hmm. so I was like,
0: they were good when you were growing up. Dude.
1: Yeah, they had some Sean Alexander, Hasselbeck, yeah, like awesome. even before that. Wow. So I was like, you know, of course. Mm-hmm. And Marshall so Lynch. that kind of just fell perfectly of me starting to kind of discover this new sport. Perfectly with where hockey was kind of to the point where if I wanted to take the next step, I would need to basically move away because mm. you know we played AAA, we were we were a good team. I was a good player. I was getting invited to you know Western Hockey League, um, you know tryouts and things like that. But my parents wanted me to go to college so to play college hockey. You got to go kind of a different route. There's all yeah. these different. It's very similar to baseball where there's all kinds of different different ways to make it, and different ways to make it. And so it was like, hey, you either need to go basically live with somebody either in canada or out east or you know it's time to kind of hang see, it up exactly and so um, my sophomore year i like i said i tried out for the team i made the the local team i'm to play for this team mm-hmm. but it's really not gonna lead me anywhere because if i want to go somewhere I, I gotta go somewhere i gotta right. i gotta take gotta the jump fully commit exactly and so then i basically went with football and i didn't even really think it was gonna I mean I fell in love with it I I really enjoyed football enjoyed the team I enjoyed playing I enjoyed my position all that but I mean again you had no wonder desire to play in the NFL at that time probably my sophomore year probably not at that time freshman year especially not freshman year, especially not so this is fun
0: for the argument what we do for a living every day is there's nine-year-olds I'm gonna specialize my kid in football and by the time he gets to high school son (laughs) he's gonna make it the problem is is he's literally the argument for it is drew didn't even play football till freshman year had no one or desire in grade school to play played hockey so parents listening to this there's another way you don't have to specialize your kids early in sports let them be a kid and let them be an athlete and when did that shift because again you're just having fun yep you're playing football there's no one or need maybe you get a scholarship in one of the sports if you're lucky because you're a good yep. athlete but you're not like yeah like me and javon were like mom dad i'm going to
1: leave yeah this right. is it i know yeah i would doing. say probably my junior year i was like i want to a, I think I can and I want to. I want to play college football, and so was it a coach or you? I would say it was me because my story from high school and college was actually very similar. Just how you know how kind of things transpired. I went to a high school where we ran the wishbone triple option. Ooh, I was playing tight end. A so lot of receptions so that offense. <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have a tight ends coach. A okay, I was so the, you were the lineman. It was the lineman, and so I was literally just a six offensive lineman. Um. And then after my junior year, I had like ten catches for eight touchdowns. Like we literally threw the ball like three times a game. Good stats though. That's a good good great yeah. stats. We ran the same. <laughs> we ran literally the same play, and we would run like it was like forty five, and that was literally like power right. And then we would run one forty five where I just <laughs> leaked out to yeah. the corner, step wide up o- to the backers, yep, and go literally right under. wide open yeah. every time. So you know, I mean, I there was it might have been more catches. I mean, it was under fifteen though. And so then I started to kind of go to these camp, these, you know, these high school camps and these little seven on seven things. And I was, that's not what I did. And so that was like, I improved very quickly because I, like I said, literally during high school season, my sophomore year, and then going into that, like I did all these seven on seven camps, learning how to run routes, all this stuff. And all of a sudden I start to get a little, you know, some invites here, some junior days. And then I think it was, uh, I think it was after my junior year. I mean, really, it all happened. I think after my junior year, I started getting some invites to colleges. I'd go out. We went to Montana. It was my first, like, trip. I've never been to Montana. Drove out to Montana with my buddy Connor, and his dad drove us because he had a family friend out there, and we go through this whole day, whatever, and he pulls me at the side. The, this coach, um, I forget his name. He was, like, their famous coach for, like, a long time. Was the a Grizzlies, right? Yeah. yeah, the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I forget right, what his name was, there, but yeah. he, he pulled me aside, and he was like, hey, i give you this letter like this is a scholarship like i hope oh shit i hope you make and, some noise um, like play for us and i was like oh like thank without you without a workout or anything just just showing us around you know talking to us he was, wore it
0: no he knows what he's doing he wore the short sleeve shirt
1: he wore the short yeah. suit shirt. Trust me, that at that time, that didn't help me out. <laughs> and so I was like, my dad wasn't there. It was literally just me with my buddy. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, OK. Yeah. So I literally called my dad. I'm like, hey, they, they offered me a scholarship. He's like, what? I was like, like, don't commit. <laughs> <laughs> Do not yeah. So pretty much from there, it just, it was like a, but the thing was, like, you know, and it still is now. It's like, you know, tight end, the tight end position in high school and whatever, it's it's all about it. It's stats. It's. Mm-hmm. Flat, you know, all that. And so um, for me, I was like I was so ecstatic. I started to get, you know, like Nevada, Wyoming, a lot of these smaller schools. And I had someone from Boise State reach out to me. And so Not many people
0: know this. Yeah.
1: So Boise State, that was like huge for me. Like that was like that was like the biggest school. That was like Coach Peterson was there. I mean, he, mm-hmm. you know, the Fiesta, all that he stuff. That program. the yeah. State's like that. Turf on the turf, baby. They, I much. mean, they're they're they that was like the the pinnacle for me. So when they invited me out, and they this was the first school where I I went to camp, and it was like full pads, like hitting, like going, like That's as an individual. We couldn't do in Ohio. No, we could never do full pads because nope. like the the rules and really, yeah. 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 So I I was doing one on ones and like pads and stuff, and it was like a hard ass weekend. Yeah and do you remember I, your performance at that camp it, it wasn't great honestly it wasn't great i mean i caught a few passes on some guys we like did the combine all that mm-hmm. and i i i was very uh disappointed in myself okay. honestly i told my dad's like man that was wasn't the best whatever and the, the the tight end coach at the time who i'm still close with coach coach huff um who's the o-line coach of washington right now he was like no you did great like i i love you know whatever and i was like oh, okay you know and so I'll never forget my dad and I, Coach Pete. At the end of all this, you know, he he had guys come into his office mm-hmm. and like talk to them. And so he he gave me his. I don't even want to call it a spiel because it was like a, it was just. I, my eyes were like I was like a kid literally, and he gave me this whole thing about you know, basically you know built for life and all this stuff like we're barely even talking about football other stuff and I want you to be set up for life and how you treat women all this stuff and I was like man I was like this this guy knows what he's legit doing. this guy's legit yeah. and so and then ended it with an offer and I was like I was just like smiling my dad kind of like calm me down And was like thank you coach like said, we're gonna think about it, whatever and I walked out and I remember I told my dad I was like I, I'm ready play, I'm playing here like yeah, I'm I, ready he's like all right let's you know let's calm down whatever like I was like, I'm I'm playing here. I'm playing for that guy. I'm playing for that man. I'm playing for that coach. And he's like, All right, you know, okay. And then I think I committed like a week later. And then so that that year, Washington fired their coach, whatever. There was all these rumors and and I was close with the staff because I was committed kind of early. Right. I love the staff, I the tight end coach, the OC, like all the coaches yep, yep. Were, were fantastic. And so, um, you know, you have home visits like before you sign or whatever. And so um, I was supposed to have a home visit with Coach Pete and Coach Smith, who's now the coach at Oregon State, who's had a phenomenal year. Um, mm-hmm. He was the OC, and or quarterback's coach. for forget what he was at the time. And he he was coming out to visit, and him and Coach Pete were supposed to come out. And Coach Pete canceled. And there was all these rumors about him taking a job at Washington. He'd been at Boise for 10 years, all this stuff. I started to panic a little bit. I'm like, man. And so <laughs> Coach Smith called me. He's like, hey, like I'm, I'm still coming. We'll still do the visit. But you know, I know there's a lot of rumors, but like Coach Pete, you know, he just doesn't want to be at the airport at Washington because people think that he's, you know, going. Yeah. Like, okay, you know that makes sense. And then, like, two they're day- playing him for a fiddle the whole That's <laughs> you know. And then two days later, he took the job. And then Coach Smith was like, "I had no idea." He played it very close to the vest, but he ended up going with him. Anyway, long story short, Coach Pete, then I was, you know, I didn't know. Now you're talking Pac-12 school. I didn't have any Pac-12 offers. No one really even talked to me. I mean, Washington was inviting me to junior days and all this stuff. But yeah. I never really, you know, I didn't get offered there. And I was like, kind of like, screw it a little bit. Like, I don't, they don't want me. I don't want to go here. And so the whole staff came over, except for the tight end coach. And so I basically, in the end, Coach Pete ended up offering me to come to Washington. And then the, the tight end coach ended up staying. And I was kinda like I love that I love you. I, I love you Huff, but I mean I gotta I wanna play for this man. And yeah. So I gotta I, go to play Washington and the rest of history played fifty games at Washington, went to the You went to the college football playoffs, first one? Uh second one? Twenty sixteen. I don't know what
0: I think the first one was in 2015, 2015 So second sure. one
1: yeah. won two pac championship, went to the Rose Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Peach Bowl, one college football playoff. That's what's so up. Which was, one was you know, the, we had pretty similar careers? <laughs> <laughs> we played in a couple belk bowls in uh, in our defense we didn't actually win any of those so we literally went you know 10 and 2 12 and 1 whatever and then we lost to alabama in 2016 who won the natty we lost to saquon barkley in penn state my junior year and then we played ohio state uh in the rose bowl my senior year and we lost that one too but who was
0: the best college football player you've ever played against could be on your team i know you're a big uh, buddha baker
1: fan you say but, he's an absolute freak you, you play freak. with buddha baker yeah he's you u-dub yeah he, he was, was my buddha's my yeah buddha's my dog so i yeah buddha i mean even watching him play now like i don't know if you saw the hard knocks arizona like, i haven't watched yet they're like I? they're like play like buddha if everyone can play like buddha we'll be in a good spot should i watch the hard knocks on the cardinals is it good there's, yeah i mean there's there's always some stuff some drama yeah, yeah there's always some good little some production ridiculous. value yeah but uh, but yeah, I would say Buddha on my team. Uh, I mean, Buddha is probably probably the most just talented player. Where that dude just did not run out of energy, like mm-hmm. off season stuff, nonstop. First, first, just on the field, like did not get tired. Could go 100 miles an hour in every direction, just like that. Like just you can definitely tell. Was well,
0: he because there's two different kinds of guys. There's guys that have it, and there's guys that work really hard to get it. Right? Was well, he a guy that showed up and really wanted to work? And go crazy or is he just someone who would show up check his boxes because he's that
1: talented no he was the guy that was both like he That's was crazy. like day one he's find. like i'm i'm the, i mean i'm the guy like he he doesn't have the, he's not very loud and boisterous he kind of found him like as a leader you know but mm-hmm. this as a person i wouldn't say he's like a very whatever but he has that confidence where he came in he was our starting safety Freshman. and everyone was like uh yeah wow yeah, and he was just yeah i mean he was fantastic what and about then, outside of
0: washington Best football um, player.
1: Best football player that I personally went up against was probably um, Oregon had DeForest Buckner my Ooh. sophomore year, and so I had to go against him a couple of times. And he was he got just, paid. He got paid. Him and uh, Armic Armstrong, Ar- Armic Armstrong, yeah, the Anthony Thomas.
0: That. Did you were you the anti- the anti- I Thomas? I don't think
1: we played against him. I don't.
0: Mine was Tavon Austin. Yeah, I can uh, personally uh, say, and I will not give any names on that UC defense. That there was a lot of guys who played in the NFL. That was the first time I saw. It, it was when they came up with uh, Geno Smith was the quarterback, and this is the first game they did it to where they'd snap him the ball, and he would tap the ball to a jet sweep. Gone. So now I'm looking at the stats after the game. They said he had 192 pass yards behind the line of scrimmage because he's just <laughs> tapping the ball. This man. So he had Stedman Bailey, Tavon Austin.
1: That's insane. A and H. I mean, Tavon Austin it tape. I mean, that's like well, goodness. some of
0: them were against us, and I remember. I found myself almost, like, cheering as he made a cut. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he could do it. Oh, he just scored. And I'm like, oh, wait. That's you're not like, – But That's... you're – because I'm a football fan. You're watching yeah. in front of you. It's like, I've never seen anything like this. Isaiah Pete was different. Like, yeah. I saw that, which was amazing to watch. But to watch Tavon Austin in person yeah. and on the other side of the ball, you know who their DN was? Seattle Seahawks, great.
1: Uh, who is it? Uh, Bruce a- Irvin. Oh, Irvin, yeah. Holy Oof. shit. That dude is a monster. Yeah.
0: He – no, he – Parker <laughs> – my good friend, Parker. He got got. <laughs> he got got. I don't know if he's going to listen to this, and I'll tell him to listen to it because he's done. He made a lot of money in the NFL, did a great job yeah. for himself, started as a rookie for the Chiefs. But but his <laughs> his first play, we had a guy named Alex Hoffman played in the NFL for a little bit. Um, shout out to Alex. Alex has lost like 200 pounds since he's left college football. Um, but we had had – I wasn't the best kid in college. We had had some fun that week. Yeah, I knew sure. I wasn't going to play. I'm sure. <laughs> right? And Parker – you know, I, I I'll take the blame for this week. We had some fun. I coerced him to go out a little bit, and um, we get to Saturday, and Alex goes down. Second string tackle goes down, and you see like everyone look down at Parker. <laughs> Parker, like head goes back. Oh. His wrists aren't even taped. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, dress for bad. games as a freshman, right.
1: but you're not ready to you're play. Like, and It's like a full bundle. Like it's cool. Oh yeah, you got right. the, it's like like you're everything. You're like I'm not
0: Parker. Up. You're up. And we're all like oh shit. I mean, I look at Parker. Parker's face gets red as hell, and he's, like, practicing his kick steps on the line. First play, bro. <laughs> Bruce Irvin takes his soul. Straight midline. Hand in the middle of the chest. Oh. Goes back. Now, again, Parker had a great career. That was his first game. Yeah, I mean, you got to... It was, it was... Everybody starts somewhere. Agreed. Everybody starts somewhere. Like, watching those guys, and again, I'm a football fan before I'm a player. Just to see those guys in person
1: is insane, and you got to see, yeah. bam, Ohio State. Yeah. I would say, like, played a lot of good teams. We watched Saquon in college. I mean that guy was insane like say then, quad yeah literally and then you look back on it and you're like those are all those those are guys like some of the guys are like oh yeah you know armstrong whatever like yeah that that guy's on a you know pro bowl level d tackle in the nfl or every year you know like you're like i mean you played against i mean buddha you know all pr- whatever like safety like you're like dang like you played with some guys and then you're like I was one of those guys, you know, and it's like. I'm sure people said that about you too, dude. And
0: I mean, I I know that you have a very different coming out story. We can transition to the NFL here. And you had, and we, one of the first times we ever met, I'm like, did you expect to get drafted in the second round? You're like, no, you know, obviously you have an expectation to get drafted. Right. But you know, what was that process? You had pro day, um, combine. What was the process like leaving college? you had a great, you had a a consistent college career, a ton of starts. Like that's
1: a, I bet you're, top 10 15 in washington a lot of of guys actually in our class my class um i missed a couple games my junior year for a high ankle sprain but we had i think greg gaines has close to the record for just amount of games played Mm -hmm. but we had i mean we had such a core group of guys that came in my freshman year with us and then that next year that didn't redshirt like a lot of us redshirted, and then just because we're the program at. It. We had, I mean, we probably had maybe 30 guys with 50 plus. I think Jesus. I think it's fifty up. I think I had fifty-two games, and then he, they I think Greg and maybe Caleb or one other guy had like fifty-five or something. Cause we went to two pack top championships. We went mm-hmm. to the playoffs. So like, I mean, we were we were playing, you know, more games than if we just went to one bowl game. You know, we played two extra games or yeah. whatever it was. So um, but yeah, my college how college went um, was very similar to how, honestly, my high school was. I went to a school where, you know, people had to come find me, really, because I didn't jump off, like, the stat sheet. I didn't jump off nece- – well, the tape was not as flashy as a lot of these guys, right? Right. And so I was super happy, like I said, to play at Washington mm-hmm. and go there. But my Washington career is was very similar. I did a lot of dirty work. I did – my senior year, I think I had 25 catches, for, you know, whatever. But, like, that was my senior year. That's when guys have 1,000 yards or, you know, 600 yards, especially from a tight end. The tight end position was such a, you know, kind of receiver-heavy mm-hmm, position mm-hmm. as far as just, like, what the fans see. Right. Yeah. Right? And so as I started to go along in college, I think my senior year, you start talking to agents and whatever, and you start to realize, like, hey, these guys in the NFL, like, they don't – they're looking for just players, right? They don't they don't care about stats. They want to – what does your tape look like? And my tape was, you know, I consistently – Dominate D one defensive ends and putting dudes in the dirt putting dudes in the dirt playing smart playing hard you know doing things that you know tight ends aren't good at blocking D ends when I want to pass or pro, don't take pride in or don't take pride in yeah. yeah so and that and that for me was always just that was what I knew I knew being basically like I said not having a tight end coach I knew just being an off basically just being an extension of the offensive line and so in college I was able to obviously develop a little bit and um, you know but going into the draft people didn't really know like. The type of athlete I was or you know I never really got to showcase I wasn't in an offense where the tight end was showcased like yeah and so you know going through the draft process I'm you know I'm a smart player I I know all my X's and O's. I know you know I'm I'm a student of the game all these things and so I was you know the interviews were were easy to me I was like just basically we just talk football you know talk football. what are your favorite plays oh here's my you know this this stuff's that's enjoyable to me and so you know the meetings were fun I, I enjoy the meetings whatever and then like guys are you know learning how to do meetings or learning how to like you know we did combine prep and you do like oh let's talk some x's and O's, and i was like flabbergasted on some people like just what they know <laughs> they don't. or don't know and i'm like holy like okay so i'm well, you know man, i did a game a little exactly bigger. and so then you know go to the combine I, I i ran well i was you know i was decently happy with the way i could ran and you know i was able to do everything and um, you know, the one thing my, my, you know, weakness is I didn't catch a lot of balls all